who's above your bed? Is that Madame Pompadour? Pompadour? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I, haven't, I don't know. The court harlot. How long do you think <laughs> it'll take to to walk over to where we're we going? The probably twenty minutes. Okay. We're going we have to Les Enfants Rouges. Les Enfants Rouges. And I was a little scared because last time I went there, I told the chef what was wrong with the main course and how to make it better, and he seemed very excited because at first I think he was a little taken aback, and then he, he didn't realize I was right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. I don't know. It's going to be great. Hold up uh, as close <coughs> as you can. Hello. Okay. Well, there we go. Okay. Yeah, there we're good. That'll okay. be good. Where else has this microphone been? Uh, it's only been with you today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere. Um, are, you, are you recording? We're recording. Okay. Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to the Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. Jim, we're in Paris and we're here with David Leibovitz, who I'm such a fan of, who is an author, he's a blogger, he's a chef, he is a, um, I don't know, I, I, I guess, what, what would you say you, uh, when you, when people ask, what, there's so many things you are, what mm. would you say you are? Well, it depends who's asking. Mm-hmm. I always, uh, I change, I used to tell people here I was a pastry chef, and then they go, where do you work? And I'm like, well, being a chef is kind of like being a doctor, even when you stop working, mm-hmm. you still get to hold on to the title. Yes. <laughs> um, they didn't understand that. So um, even though chefs in France are pretty revered, um, we're not doctors. So it depends who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, blogger used to be a bad word, and um, I'm trying to reclaim it on behalf of people who are um, bloggers who are doing a great job. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a great word. I think it's, well, it's it's really um, what, uh, you know, it, I guess would be like a, before it would have been like a columnist. Like Herb Kane, mm-hmm. you know, um, sort of a literary personality, like a that is a constant literary personality. So, so maybe something like um, Art Linkletter. I love Art Linkletter. Me too. We used to give away the gifts at the end to all the kids. I remember, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to be sitting in one of those high chairs. <laughs> and I just remember staring at the the TV, wishing I could be on that show. There was but a, here I am with you. Yeah, this is better. You're the modern day art link. Letter. I am like the <laughs> like, like, American <laughs> art link letter. Kids say the darndest things. That's Actually, it. that's a great idea. You should do a syndicated show. That would be great. Yeah. That would be great. He had sort of a dark, like a little bit of a darker turn later um, when his daughter died. Yeah, she died of L- She took LSD or something. She took LSD and, yeah. and she jumped out of a window. Oh wow! And yeah. then. Um, there was uh, some, I remember something where um, there was some sort of a television show and, and Ark Linkletter uh, confronted Timothy O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, Timothy O'Leary was on a TV show and Art Linkletter actually called the show and they, they sort oh. of trapped uh, Timothy O'Leary sort of on, on camera and um, he had to sort of answer mm-hmm. to Art Linkletter and it was very, it, 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 it was very dramatic, but it, uh, you know, you could see how sorry Timothy O'Leary was. Mm-hmm. I, which I don't think it's anybody's fault, really. It just was, well, you know. Well, he was promoting the use of LSD, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a tough Well, he was Mr. LSD at that time. So if you're going to, it's like getting the Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. of, you know, to, to bitch at. Uh-huh. I yeah. only took LSD once and I didn't feel anything. So I think I got ripped off. Oh, you did it? <laughs> which is probably more <laughs> shameful. <laughs> How did you manage being in San Francisco and only take it one time? Um, I was working every night of my life. Too busy. Um, I missed everything. I had no social life for 25 years. Yeah. And that's why when I left the restaurant business, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know what to do. And yeah. people would invite me to parties. And I was like, 
you mean I can go out and have dinner with like civilized people and sit down? <laughs> um, but then I realized I was I would bring up inappropriate things and talk about <laughs> stuff that you would talk about in restaurant kitchens. You know, like you know whatever health problems you were having, even if they were below the belt uh -huh. and so forth, and nobody would care. Right. Um, but at dinner parties in San Francisco, people were shocked. Mm -hmm. So um, my invitation started dropping off very quickly. Oh no! So I had to come to Paris. That's like being a stand-up comic. We work every night, mm -hmm. so we don't get to really go out. And then when you hang out with regular people, and you do the same thing, yeah. you talk about below the belt mm -hmm. uh, or say inappropriate things, which other comics would laugh yeah. at. And everyone else is like, oh, this person is, uh, is yeah, shouldn't yeah. be invited over anymore. Well, now there's all these TV shows where people, you know, glorify cooks and restaurants. Mm -hmm. There's all these competitions and so forth. And everyone wants to be a chef. Um, there's kind of a thing going on now in Paris where these all these chefs are trying to, they call it master chef out, out master chef each other, rather. Uh -huh. and, you know, they're trying to see who can smear the most stuff on plates or who can have the mm -hmm. most square plates or put things on slate. Um, but... You know the other. You know the bigger picture is everyone thinks they can be a chef, or they're glamorizing the the occupation, and it's actually really, 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 really hard work. Yeah. Um, and I have the um, veins on my legs to prove it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's dedication and sacrifice. You d like yeah. you said, you don't have any other real life because yeah. it takes you that long to be that really good, right? Mm -hmm. And I used to go home at I used to get home at three in the morning and get in bed with chips and salsa. And watch two episodes of Charlie's Angels. And then at work the next day, we'd talk about the Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see what Sabrina was wearing last night in the second scene? Crunch. I know. And you know, nobody understood that, that kind of lifestyle but us. Yeah. So you don't really do. You, you get your staff meal. And then you get you don't get like I mean that's never very good usually like I think well I worked at Chez Panisse and we always oh, had well. a really good staff meal that's good um, because the owner insisted we eat well mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because I used to give the staff like leftover cake and stuff or cookies mm -hmm. and once I heard a waiter um, telling a customer not to order the cake because it was dry and I took the waiter I said well. The reason we're not serving it to the customers is because it's from yesterday, mm -hmm. and we're giving them fresh. Um, and then I stopped giving the waiters bad or leftovers because they didn't understand that. That's why we were eating it rather right. than the customer. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there really is that thing now of um, there's so, in, especially over in the states, there's so many shows about yeah. chefs and cooking things and. And I guess Gordon Ramsay kind of like his shows kicked it off, like mm -hmm. with the Kitchen Nightmares ones. Mm -hmm. And and now people, I, I think people, are, first off, they think they know about food, mm -hmm. and they think they know about what's good and what's bad. And th maybe I don't yeah. think they really do, but they, you know, but there's so much on TV now. I think the interesting thing about Gordon Ramsay, he's kind of like Judge Judy. And I think <laughs> <laughs> I think people are actually hungry for someone to cut through all the clutter. And just say, throw that away, start again. Right. Or yeah. like, you know what? You messed up, admit it, move on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, both of them sort of made careers out of that. But in some way, you know, that's what restaurant work is like. That's what being a chef is like. That's what being an actress or a comedian is like or a stand-up comic. You know, it's like if you sit there and go, oh, no, it's not going to work. It doesn't work. And nobody like It's like, no, it doesn't work. It's like, okay, tomorrow we're going to do it again. We're going to do it right. Mm -hmm. And let's just move on. Yeah. We had a delicious meal on, uh, was it Hell's Kitchen? We went to um, the finals of this year's uh, competition. And uh, then we were there and uh, we ate. It was really very good. Did you like it? it yeah, it was good. It was um, it was for, for the Gordon Ramsay one in, in okay. the States. And 
everything was good and it was amazing because we got the the you know the scorecards and everything and uh, we filled it out and then we got dessert and my dessert was the worst dessert I've ever had uh-huh. and I was like oh I need to I need to do this mm-hmm. they'd made a um, a meringue mm-hmm. but it was soft mm-hmm. it had gone so, and you you know you might yeah. know about this kind of stuff it was so soft and rubbery mm-hmm. and I, that's when I went oh I need to change my my scores but, but at this point because it's TV they don't really care it's like, right. you know, it's so bogus anyway. Well, I see way. some of those shows and they're like, okay, today's competition is you're going to have to make a restaurant that serves breakfast 24 hours a day and you have 22 <laughs> minutes to do it. <laughs> people are running around. It's like, you know, you people on the judges panel couldn't do that. It's, right. And also to me, that's not what food is about. It's about having fun, cooking a nice meal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always relaxing, but, you know, eating out cooking professionally all that's supposed to be interesting and enjoyable um the whole competition thing that you know people breaking down having you know <laughs> having the emotional moments right yeah, mm-hmm. you know whatever, yelling you know. and screaming you ruined my dish yeah, you, you, you sabotaged me yeah. and all that stuff but yeah, that's just totally foreign does to it me. make all these people now show up that want to be in in the food industry and 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 cook but maybe they don't really have the passion they just have seen it on tv i think so or they don't have um, the drive and the dedication yeah. maybe a lot of people now what i'm seeing is they love the idea the concept of food mm-hmm. but they don't think like does this taste good and that's all that really matters i'm mm-hmm. like it's only it's what tastes good like is this you know make a green salad just make a good salad rather than you know putting piles of crumbs in a smear of sauce and putting it on some fancy <laughs> plate that's tiered <laughs> and you know like think about what goes into the food and it's really actually simple yeah yeah so i just like to eat yeah. i mean i just love i love eating that's yeah. that's my passion is eating and and then um i thought the meringue was good but i can't tell you no, you had the uh you had the tart mm-hmm. and the but the meringue was you know like it was a meringue it was no it was a pavlova it was a pavlova that's with a meringue a soft though yeah but yeah. it was it, it had gone bad it was rubbery Ooh, okay it wasn't it had no crispness okay. to it it had no crunch okay well the words gone bad with eggs never sounds appealing no <laughs> never 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 i don't know what they'd done but it, it was it was like rubber Okay. And so, and having had good pavlova in my life, mm-hmm. this was not good. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you had a, a tart that was absolutely delicious. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really, even some things that are bad, I think are mm-hmm. good. Like, I can't really tell when something's bad. Like, I think everything oh, really? is delicious. <laughs> oh, I think I it's some a, bad stuff. I made a bad, um, uh, I guess it's called mentaiko. It's um, the spicy cod roe, pollock roe. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a, a little bit fermented and it's... um. I guess it's it's a Korean thing, but it's Japanese. Uh-huh. It's um, and I I made a it's called al al jige, and I made it in my house, and I used bad, um, eggs, uh, the bad cod roe, and I still insisted on trying to eat it, and my husband came in and was like, "This is what happened here." He's like, what happened to this house? You have to throw this out. This is well, awful. I love Korean food, but sometimes you can't tell if it's actually bad or not. <laughs> some of, of the it fermentation is... and the spices and the seasoning. Yeah, some of it is actually bad. But you'd bought ingredients that actually had turned, right? Yeah, had they bad. had turned. They were The, the package was buckled. <laughs> How was they like still selling? Because it was in... It was, it was in Even a they didn't care. They were like, just, box. just buy it. Well, buy yeah, it. when you buy oh, some of these know, fancy Korean ingredients, they're in like the presentation. It's in a wooden box. So you can't really tell oh. when you buy it. You don't see the actual product. You know, it's inside. So, But the package inside was buckled. But I thought the wooden box oh, must mean that it's okay. That's like, that's like, that's like selling the iPad, and it's actually like a, a just a, a brick inside. Yeah, but I ate most. <laughs> I, ate, I think most of you the fish. You ate it, though, I, right? I ate about half of it. 
And I, th- I thought the whole time this is not good, but I, I wanted to eat it. But you'll keep <laughs> eating. And we just talked about it because I got sick in Stockholm. And you were talking about you had a bit of food poisoning. Yes. Um, I tend to get in, in France. Um, there's something that goes around all the time. It's called uh, gastro. Like gastrointestinal problem, <laughs> and uh-huh. everybody gets it. It goes around, I think, because people sneeze into their hands in the metro and they grab the bar. The, but the, yep, them. the pole. So yeah. I always wear gloves. Um, surgical, but no, I wear just gloves in the metro <laughs> where I ride my bike. Um, but people go around, and it's funny because they don't associate it with food issues. Uh-huh. Like it's never a food hygiene issue. They're always like, "Oh, it's a virus that's going around." I'm like, "Well." Maybe it has something to do with sanitation because it's food poisoning and I've been in the bathroom for three days. Oh, no. And, you know, um, and it happens about once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is it because it's just uh, are some of the kitchens not that clean or it's just the people? Like I think when I got sick in Stockholm, I don't know if it was necessarily that somebody in the kitchen had done something. Maybe somebody had washed their hands. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody had sat down in that place before me had touched the spoon. Yeah. That the Parmesan was that I was getting on my spaghetti, uh-huh. like that could have been infected. Like people don't wash their hands anymore, and I, I don't mean like be overly ridiculous yeah. with, with germs. But people, even the basic of hygiene seems to be yeah. lost on some. Well, I'm folks. not a hygiene freak, but like I was at a bistro the other day and I saw somebody that they bring you mustard to go with your meat. This guy was dipping his the knife into the mustard and putting it on his plate, then cutting the steak and then dipping the knife back in, and then <gasps> they use the and mustard. Community mustard, right? And then you know you think well. Like, when was the last time you saw someone throw out, like, a jar of mustard, you know, or mm-hmm. right. that, prob- that mustard probably sits there for a couple of weeks and, you know, and, or a couple of days. And, and the bacteria gets in yeah. and that's, and then, yeah. you know, somebody else, it's, it's, yeah. it probably doesn't happen to, to this person, but it's somebody, it's like a, a, a something waiting to happen to somebody else, right? Yes. So I bring in single serve packages of mustard. No, I'm just <laughs> 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 He comes in a hazmat suit with his own condiments. Yeah. I'm like, can I get some fresh mustard, please, to the waiter? <laughs> I just. I just think like if you eat if you eat stuff like uh, that's really spicy and if you eat things that are really fermented like mm-hmm. your whole life that maybe it builds you up to I think that's why I have pretty good immunity in general yeah. I don't really get any sort I, I eat everything mm-hmm. so I don't really get any kind of weirdness I, I'll eat things that I'm actually like literally allergic to like I'm really violently allergic to squid but I when I went yes. to Noma I ate it uh-huh I know that you have a squid. You yeah. have a you have a squid issue. <laughs> I know, and everyone's like, "Well, you should try it." I'm like, "I have. I don't want it. I don't want it." Yeah, but I I'm actually really violently allergic to it. And um, <clears throat> but I thought I'm going to go. You know, go. I'm going to eat the squid at Nome because I I I'm thinking it's just going to be okay because it's the North Sea. Mm-hmm. And when I was eating it, I could feel like I shouldn't be eating this, but it was still delicious to me. Yeah. And I just uh-huh. conquered my allergy. I didn't get sick from it. So I I think <laughs> that I, I've like built up this kind mm-hmm. of sturd- immunity, immunity towards to, things to, to whatever to it is, even things that I'm allergic oh, yeah. to. <laughs> well, I went to a restaurant here in Paris and they do a set menu and they're like, is there anything you don't eat? And I said, well, the only thing I don't eat is squid. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the main course comes out and it's covered with tiny squid. <laughs> <laughs> and I say to the waiter, I say, oh, I'm sorry, but like, that's the only thing I don't eat. I say, it's like they're squid and he goes oh that's korean and he walked away uh, <laughs> i was like I, i'm still i'm still it's been a few weeks and i'm still trying to unravel what was going through his head um, like it because it's korean that it's okay or that it's i have just, no idea hmm. i still don't know what that means 
So do they just ask <laughs> to see what you are allergic to so they can just go specifically get that and put it on the plate and well, give it, was, it to you? It was kind of a strange restaurant because <laughs> they change the menu all the time. And when they asked us, this is sort of a new thing in Paris. They do these menus where they kind of, it's whatever the chef is doing today. And they're like, and what kind of wine do you want? Well, it's like, can you t give us a clue what we're going to be eating so we can order wine? You know, is it going to be beef or fish? Or, and they're like, we don't know. Um, oh. But I should have known something was up because the waiter brought our first courses and it was some th kind of fish. I said, what is this? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, that's the thing that's kind of funny too. You know, like for me, I'm pretty basic and not even fine dining at all. But mm -hmm. that, that, is there some level of like, we're going to push you as much as possible because that's the experience and maybe that's what some people want. They want it. They want that to be pushed. Ooh. Or is it just some level of like, yeah, you're going to get what we give you. Uh, well, when I worked at Chez Panisse, you know, at Chez Panisse Restaurant in Berkeley, um, we served a fixed menu downstairs and the cafe had a, you could order whatever you want. And the whole idea was um, just serve one thing, do it well, and give people a chance to try something new, something they might not normally order. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we made substitutions. And I kind of like that about Paris dining, about French dining, where it's not about the customer necessarily. It's about the cooks. Because mm -hmm. so many people go into restaurants nowadays, and they're like, well, I don't want this, this, and this, and can you do it this way and this way and this way? <laughs> right. and, da, 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 da. and, you know, it's kind of a two-way street. People forget, well, they're in a private establishment. It's the chef who is actually, you know, working and cooking for you, and you should do your best to appreciate it. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> that said, sometimes the balance gets um, But there's up, sometimes but, yeah. there is a kind of like, we yeah we're gonna we're gonna subject you to what we want want you to to do right yeah well there was a big uh, brouhaha a few years ago um some restaurants didn't want people taking photographs in them and it wasn't just in France it was actually I think it was in America mm -hmm. and people were going on and on about how can they do that and who do they think they are and I'm like well it's a private establishment and when you're in a private establishment the people who own it actually do have the right to tell you how you can behave and what you can and can't do right mm -hmm. and you know we forget that often cuz we're like well I should be able to do whatever I want and maybe I've just been living in France too long where um what you want to do is often irrelevant right. so um I was I was on the side of the chefs and the restaurant owners. Yes. Yeah. Although you know I take pictures in restaurants sometimes but I try to be discreet and mm -hmm. if they say no pictures I'm like okay yeah, but your pictures are so beautiful. It just makes you want to go to the restaurant. Well, some, you know, I don't usually take pictures when I go out to eat um, because I like to go out to eat and enjoy the restaurant. Yeah. But, um, and I don't want to ruin the experience. So when I take a picture, I try to take a picture and then put the camera away. Right. Um, but often I want to take a good picture because if I like the restaurant, I'm going to put it on my site. Mm -hmm. I do want to have a good, you know, I don't want to have a crappy out of focus picture right. taken from my iPhone um, and put it on my site because it doesn't make the restaurant look good. Um, as well, so it's kind of a tough call. Is it? Would Would you ever just go in and photograph something, or is it always when you're going to go eat? Um, I actually no. I mean, not not no, sneaking, no, 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 no. but you know what I mean. Like yeah. go in, like oh, hey, can we can we photograph this or whatever? Yeah, or, I actually. Or they not? Do they not work with that? Um, I've done that to a couple of places, like chocolate shops, because I want to go in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but you have to get to know them first. Right. Um, yeah. And right, I right. I've actually asked a, a restaurant, a couple of restaurants, and um, the last time I did. And I ate there afterwards, and I actually didn't like it that much. There were some problems. Then I was kind of conflicted. I'm like, well, do I write about it? Because, you know, I went in there, and I said, can I take pictures? Yeah. 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 And so I'm like, what do I do? 
Hmm. So anybody who has any ideas can write to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still conflicted. But yeah. just, I think it got out of hand though because there. Are, if you look online now, people are just just posting pictures of their food, but they have no appreciation for it mm-hmm. or what you know. Not not yeah. like you would be doing it. They're just people like, oh look, I'm eating this, you know, and they'll put a picture of anything. Yeah, or, my, you know. my so I'm not a re- I'm not a, a restaurant critic or a food expert or a reviewer. Um, my whole thing when I put a restaurant on my site is. You know, I, th- I, th- I asked myself this question. I said, would I want to send a person who's visiting or who lives in Paris to this restaurant? That's the sole goal. It doesn't have to be the best food. It can be, you know, a cheap falafel. It can be an expensive three-star restaurant. But I always think, would I tell someone, go to this restaurant? Will they have a good experience? Um, and that's my criterion. Well, it's also like the sensual appreciation for the, the food itself. I mean, there's yeah. always this thing like... I, I, whatever it is that you're photographing or talking about, it's like you, you, for me as an eater, a dedicated eater, I always really appreciate it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I mean, you, I think you love food in the same way that, um, all of us, you know, that really love it do. So I love, like it just, I can taste it, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what it. I want to do. You know, I want, if a place has really good coco vin or mm-hmm. duck confit, Mm-hmm. I really want to send people there because yeah. they, you know, I want to reward the restaurant and I want to reward people for reading my site. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So forth. And I don't put up negative stuff too often because mm-hmm. of that reason. People say, well, you should let us know where to avoid. I'm like, well, it doesn't make, unless a restaurant does a really bad job, I just assume everybody's doing their best. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the difference between being rude or incompetent. <laughs> you, you can help being um, rude, but some people are just incompetent. Um, and you just some people just aren't good cooks. Yeah. Well, now you really made me want to go to Tel Aviv oh, yeah. and eat yeah. um, shakshuka. I want to go to Dr. Shakshuka. I know. I'm well, obsessed. You know, Tel Aviv's amazing. Yeah. The food. Um, the food looks so good. City. Yeah. Looks so good. It's just so all the breads and that and Lebanon too is another place. Yeah. Well, the but, Middle East has amazing food in general. Yeah. You know, Israel's a specific, uh, you know, it's a, it's in a whole different sort of category. Mm-hmm. But they're very entrepreneurial. It's kind of like Americans. It's like, okay, well, how can we make this better? They're yeah. always asking how they can improve some business, how they can make this food better, what can they do, how they can make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the food right now, now they're into this food thing, and you get this amazing food, and you just want to cry. It's so good. Yeah. It looks so good. I want the nuts before the meal, uh-huh. and I want everything. I yeah. want everything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, this woman, I was at a meal, and this woman next to me couldn't talk. She was eating something that was so good, and this guy was trying to talk to her. She's like, you know what? I'm having a moment. Just leave me Yeah, shut up and let me yeah. enjoy this. <laughs> she was like, oh, my gosh. It's this might be the jo- most joyous so moment I have all day. Yeah. Shut up for a second. Yeah, and I just kind of let her go. It's so sometimes it's so good you just can't. Um, I haven't. You know what I haven't had here yet? A salted caramel thing. Oh. So uh, maybe we can find that. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to a restaurant which I'm excited about. I haven't. I haven't been to a restaurant here yet today. Oh. This week. Okay. So. Well, you're here in the Marais. Yes. And there's a lot of restaurants. And. I was going to go to the Br- the Breeze. The breeze, the breeze, the breeze, the the breeze cafe, the one with the um, Brez cafe. Brez. Ah, Brez cafe. Yes. yes, that's um crepes. Yeah, they're closed tomorrow and Tuesday. Oh, so missed out. Yeah, but that looked good. I seen it's great. I see. I seen like you talk about that place a lot, and um, that I looked mean, really good. Well, the first time I went in there. I was like, there's something really special going on in this place. Mm-hmm. And now it's mobbed and you can't get in. 
well, you can't get in, but you have to reserve for a, for a crepery. But you taste the crepes. You know, they use this organic buckwheat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very special. They don't put eggs or milk in the batter. Mm. Um, and the products were all really good. And, you know, the first time I ate there, I was like, this is really special. And I kind of talked about it a lot. And I have a new book coming out in April. And I was like, ooh, I talked about it like three times in the book. So um, I should get them on board as sponsors. But yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy I can get her table. So yeah, the oysters look good too. They're really good. Yeah, I haven't had those yet here. That's what I oh, I really want also. Season. Yes, and that that um, I I see like all these different like restaurants out here, and some have like the stands outside mm-hmm. with the and it, the seafood looks so beautiful. Um, it reminds me of restaurants I would go to like uh, with my mom in Korea where th- she would just point to stuff um, in a tank and then it would just come to our table yeah. broken. And it's intense, <laughs> but yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I was just in a seafood restaurant in Richmond, California, across mm. from the bay from San Francisco. They had a whole wall of live seafood. Oh. They had, you know, the crabs, the Dungeness mm-hmm. crabs. They had the uh, gooey ducks. And, yeah. Which I don't really like, but... Um, they're they're kind of gooey ducks are just so um they're the the big penis looking ones mm-hmm. they're so uh I don't know they're just too they're kind of they don't really taste like anything to me they're yeah, well they served them sushi like raw uh-huh. you know, slice the the neck yeah um it's I think okay. just, yeah it's kind of gross looking whole so I don't like it oh it was fun to watch those YouTube videos of those women in Seattle <laughs> who are like housewife homemakers who are like in their 70s handling fondling these things and like <laughs> look i'm gonna make this for my husband and you're like Ay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not crazy about sea cucumbers i eat those people, yeah. when people say you don't eat squid i'm like well i eat sea cucumbers that's, they smell that's the problem with they're kind of stinky yeah. now you worked at a fish uh, market though i did because i didn't know anything about fish mm-hmm. and seafood um and i wanted to work at this uh, fish market that i used to frequent um, also, the fellows who all worked there were the best-looking men in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, even my straight male friends are like, what is it about that place? Those guys are really hot. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it's the fish. Yeah, I don't know. They were just beautiful, good-looking guys. Mm-hmm. And then one of them quit, and he worked across the street from me at the motorcycle shop. And every time I'd walk by, he'd come out like, you know, with his little muscle shirt. I'll cut you off. It's like, David, David. <laughs> My friends are like, how do you know these people? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> but then did you um, clean the fish? I did. And then you got, so you, you got all in there. Yeah, I got in there. I woke up at 4 a.m. in the winter, which is very difficult in mm-hmm. Paris because it's very cold. Yeah. And you go stand in these icy refrigerators and, you know, handle this fish that's really cold. Yeah. And, you know, with knives. And I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you. This, every fish is different too because it's the bones mm-hmm. and you know and they're throwing stuff and it's all wild and people are ordering stuff and they want it cleaned and gutted and you're reaching your fingers in and pulling all this stuff out um and luckily you know i don't get grossed out or anything but it was really interesting and i respect them and then i realized that well, that wasn't for me but it was good to learn Mm-hmm. But you did that because you just wanted to learn about it. You just like I'm gonna go learn Actually, how to. I did it because they have. I wanted to be in the changing room with those guys every morning. <laughs> 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 There's nothing like a French guy in jockey jockey briefs and rubber boots. That's my. Turn That's on. so cute. <laughs> I love that. That's so adorable. The five o'clock shadows. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's yeah. gonna be some benefits to the job, yeah. right? Yeah. They were sweet. I mean, you're cleaning fish for Christ's sake. Yeah. You better be, there's gonna be something positive, <laughs> something to get you up. That's yeah, why you got up in the morning. 
little that will wake me up at 4 a.m. <laughs> that was there. I hope they're not listening to this. But it was a great experience. Mm -hmm. And it was something that people are shocked that I did that. Um, I don't know why. People in France are like, because uh, French people are very, um, like, you have a job and that's what you do with your life. Uh -huh. And I'm like, well, I want to learn something. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, think outside yeah. the box. But I'm not opening a seafood market, so. Right. No, I thought it was going to be like I, I. I wanted to learn. I wanted to experience it. Yeah. But I also wanted to. Have What's funny when you're have 50 a look at some of them blokes doing something completely new to you because all of a sudden you revert back to when you were 16 and had your first job, and somebody was like yelling at you because <laughs> you weren't washing like you know the salad bowls correctly or something. You know, some some idiot. Um, I was like, I'll, all of a sudden I'm the idiot all over again. But yeah, that's kind of cool to go yeah. back to that. Yeah. Like you know, especially especially being accomplished somewhere else. Yeah. To go do something that you like is brand new. Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool. And I think cleaning fish is really interesting. I used to clean um, squid with my grandmother, mm. which is why I think I got my aversion. Because <laughs> yeah. you have to take off the weird um, skin that, and then you take out that weird, uh, the beak, mm -hmm. and then you separate the row, um, and then uh, you cut off the eyes. And it's just a very, it's an inky job. It's an inky, stinky Well, what's job. interesting is how Americans have embraced squid. You know, mm -hmm. who would have thought that this ugly, horrible creature from the deep that's yeah. pretty weird. It's really weird. Took over. Um, like also, it's in like TGI Fridays. Everyone's yeah. eating squid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those squid have a pretty good PR team. Yeah. <laughs> they really, I mean, it, it's the calamari. Like, I think it's the way that it's so disguised or something. Um, even people that are really freaked out by any kind of weirdness yeah. of food will go for the calamari, yeah. the fried calamari. Yeah. Well, I think, and, you know, you fry anything and it's delicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, even gooey duck is probably delicious fried. Maybe. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll try that. Gooey duck. It's kind of, I think... Uh, I confuse it with abalone because mm -hmm. I think it's going to be crunchy, like it got uh, that yeah. weird kind of cucumbery, crunchy uh -huh. seafood thing, which is okay too. But it's all it's a, you've got to be in the mood for it. Like I got to be in the mood for like jellyfish. I love jellyfish. It's got that crunch, yeah. you know. That I got stung by one last year. Oh no! And it was unfortunately it was the first day of my vacation, our vacation on this island. So of course for the rest of the week I wouldn't go back in the water. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone's like. Well, you know, pee on it because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's on my shoulder. Am I supposed to lie on the beach and tell people to come <laughs> over and pee on me? You know? <laughs> There'll be pictures of that on the internet. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. goes my career. That sounds painful, though. People like, peeing just, on you? No, or, just jellyfish stings. Yeah, it, it, it's terrible. Yeah. And this was a little one. Uh huh. But we went back to the island um, this year, and there was a lot of jellyfish, and people were picking them up. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, uh, how how are they picking them up With, on the top? Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of freaking me out. Yeah, because they can still sing you when they're dead. Well, the ones uh, that are near they? the sh shore are dying. That's uh -huh. why they come into the shore. Oh, a friend of mine's a scientist, and he explained that to me. Mm. I was like, oh, can it can put a damper on your vacation? Yeah. Are you always vacationing? Unless you just went there to get pissed on. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> then some then people, it's positive. Some people do. Right? Let's you know. Let's not beat around the bush. Then it's That's fine. The next podcast. That's the next. <laughs> Where are you guys yeah, going yeah. next? <laughs> are you always vacationing when you're taking all these pictures from all over the world? No, you're you're there for different different things. You're there for to write about the food. Uh, it depends. You know, sometimes I'm on vacation, and mm -hmm. you know, I was just in San Francisco, and I just thought, oh, you know, I was finding all this cool stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the great things about a blog too is you can do whatever you want. So yeah. Like when I moved to Paris, 
all the, you know, I wanted to write for some magazines. And they're like, well, we want a story on La Durée and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, everybody else has already done that. There's all these cool places. So yeah. I love finding new things. Mm -hmm. So when I travel, I like to write about stuff. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, like I have a friend who is responsible for Comte cheese. Oh. He lives in America, but he's French and he comes over. I said, well, next time you come, I want to go with you. Yeah. And so we, we, he spent three days with me going through the area. Ooh. Um, and I'm trying to go to Scotland. I really want to learn about Scotch. Uh -huh. I'm trying to uh, get up there and find someone who can take me. Oh, that's so a good idea. Wanna, yeah, that'd be really, I love doing all that stuff. Yeah, maybe Alan Cumming can take you. Does he know about Scotch? He knows about, well, he's from Edinburgh. So I know oh. I know some people, I, I've like spent um, uh, some time there doing like a, shows at the Fringe Festival. So you mm -hmm. get there for like a month and you get to know about, well, not not necessarily just Scotch, but um, Haggis, which I like. Yeah, okay. That I was that good. was a face. <laughs> that was a face. <laughs> Haggis is just, um, I don't know. There's something that I really like about, but they, they deep fry that too. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. Well, there, you know, when I moved to France, people used to say to me, oh, you Americans, you don't eat all these things and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, do you eat dog? And they're like, of course not. <laughs> like, well, then, you know, some people eat dogs, some people eat, you know, weird stuff. You <laughs> know. Um, like there's certain, you know, people, it's funny having a blog because somebody kind of went off on me because I didn't eat. I wrote something about eating kidneys and mm -hmm. I've actually wanted to try kidneys, but because it's an organ that traps toxins, you kind of want to make sure the animal is sustainably raised or something. And right. someone went off on me on how squeamish Americans were. No. I'm like, sorry, I eat in Korean restaurants. I eat jellyfish. I eat. Yeah. You know, I don't eat um, gooey duck. And but um, kidneys can uh, be kind of your like there. There's a lot of uric acid, yeah. so it can taste a little bit um, pissy. Yeah, that's what people say. Mm -hmm. So I haven't tried them yet. Yeah. But someday I will. Yeah, they have kind of um. It, it's a little bit s uh, sulfurous and pissy. Like well, I'm a, you know, I've always this is something that's always driven me kind of nuts is when you don't like something and people try to tell you you have to eat it. Yeah. Like, well, why don't you try? It? It's like I don't want to try it. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's it to you? What do you care if I try it or not? And I never understand why people insist you try something that you don't want to try. Yeah. Right. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, what do you care? There's plenty of stuff to eat that yeah. you want to eat. Yeah, and if like if you want to eat that other stuff, then you eat. Yeah, that. I was a vegetarian but for a long time. Everyone's like, "Don't you want? Don't you want to try some meat? It's really good." I'm like, "I've eaten meat. I like meat. I just don't want to eat meat for a while." Mm -hmm. um, and people kept, you know, I'd go home to visit my parents, and my mother's like, "She might, she's like, I made roast beef." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I don't eat meat." She's like, "Well, just have a little." I'm like. That, but that's eating me. <laughs> Parents will never understand vegetarianism. Yeah. Never, never. It's ne they're never going to go. Oh, we, you know, but we made you a special yeah. thing. It's going to be. Well, but it's all meat. Well, you the problem with being a vegetarian is people would make you some the special thing, and then everybody else would eat it. Oh it like, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like well, we'll order. You know, we'll order four pizzas. And we'll order like a half one vegetarian. Right. Mm -hmm. And then everyone would cool. eat like your pizza. It's like that's my. You know. So I stopped being a vegetarian. Yeah, because it's yeah. I want, I was hungry. I'm hungry now. <laughs> what about sweets? What about mm. good stuff to eat like that around here? Oh, there's lots of it. You're kind of in the epicenter here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got Pierre Hermé macaroons a few uh, blocks away, which I just recently visited. Um, and he's pretty brilliant with macaroons. It's kind of interesting. A lot of people do silly things mm -hmm. with flavors, and he's really intelligent. 
Um, you have the uh, Larni call. They do the Queen Yaman's, the salted butter caramel pastries from Brittany. Ooh, ooh that sounds um, good. And they ideally should be warmed up. I don't know if you have a heating, like a blow dryer no. or something. Oh, yeah, I have a blow dryer. Okay, blow dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, so you just do it yourself, just to heat it up in the, in well, the room you know, a bit? Well, you know, any port. When you're traveling, you've got to be uh, crafty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, and those are quite good. Yeah. What is it about salt and caramel? It's so good, isn't it? Like well, it's kind it of the balance. sounds good. It tastes more caramelly. It's like chocolate. When you put a little salt on it, it tastes yeah. more chocolatey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I think there's sugar daddy lollipops, if you remember those, that you yeah. know, pull all your fillings yes, out. Yes, 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 yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow, the yeah. yellow red. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if they still make them. I don't think I've seen, I would get one. I sugar haven't seen daddy? one. Yeah, yeah, sugar daddy. It's like kind of like a. Yeah, I, I think, you know, having a bought one, but yeah. yeah, I think so. Then it gets softer as you eat it, and you start yeah. pulling it down. Yeah, <laughs> those are good. They're really good. Those, yeah, they did have a salty element. I'm really bummed because I love York peppermint patties, and oh. I brought back a bunch from um, America, mm-hmm. you know, like five. But I left them in my suitcase, and my apartment has radiant heat floors, and I forgot. And of course, I didn't unpack my suitcase for a day. And, like, oh I no! Them. <laughs> it was kind of. Are they bad. all melted? Yeah, I put them in the freezer. Um, and I didn't tell my partner about them because I didn't want him to eat one. Mm-hmm. So I wanted them all to myself. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I was like that. <laughs> Not because they'd melt, because like they're, they're mine. They're mine. Yeah. Well, you know, people don't understand. But you miss it. you miss those things, right? Your Even though you're here in the good. epicenter of all this yeah. wondrous food, I love that you're still going. Oh, yeah. God damn, want a York peppermint patty? Well, people think it's funny. You know, when I go back to America, I want hamburgers and pizza and bagels and stuff. People go, "Aren't you going to go to this fancy restaurant?" I was like, I was like, you know, I don't want fancy food. I want American stuff, and I don't, you know, I used, I used to miss a lot of that stuff, like York peppermint patties mm-hmm. and stuff. And the longer I live in France, the less, you know. Now sometimes I'll, I'll look at some of that stuff, and I'm like, I. Um, but I recently got addicted to peanut M and M's here in France because I was finishing a book and I was working twelve hours a day in front of my computer, mm-hmm. and they're the perfect food. Yeah, because you just eat the bag and you just keep eating and keep eating. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I got addicted to them, and it got really out of hand. Um, and I was at the supermarket, and these people were buying the big bag in front of me. And I said, no, no, you should buy the smaller bags, like the pack of 12, because then you don't. And they were looking at me like I was nuts. <laughs> I realized I had crossed a line. So yeah, I know. When you're, yeah. when you're interjecting to other people about their purchase yeah. of that thing, I'm like, here's, here's how yeah, I do I'm it. I'm like, no, 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 don't buy that big bag. And they're like, uh, like well, yeah, so. <laughs> I know it's going to be a, I, I, I know it's going to be a delicious dinner. I'm starving. Oh. That, I know it's going to be good. That's, you know when you're hooked to when you make that special trip out of the house just to buy that bag of candy? It's well, going to be more than candy. It's, it's, no, but, no, I mean, but in, in, when you were talking yeah. about those, yeah. like when you just go out of the house just to get that. Yeah, when I you're know. editing a book, you actually spend a lot of time in front of a computer because you're just reading. You're yeah. reading words. And it's kind of the not fun part of doing a book, but you have to do it. So... You just nourish yourself. Because it's got protein going. in it. The, 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 the peanuts, peanuts. Yeah, the peanuts. They're kind the of a chocolate. legume. And then the chocolate. And then it's kind of crunchy. And mm-hmm. it is, I mean, satisfying. I'm so hungry. Let's go eat. Yeah. We must eat. Um, but we, uh, I, I don't know. I'm so excited to eat with you. And we're going to go to <laughs> a restaurant. Too. And it's going to be great. Now, where can people tweet you at? Um, at David Leibovitz um, mm-hmm. with a V. And. Uh, and you also have a great, very delicious Instagram. I do. Um, I don't know how to link to Instagram, but... It's the same, though. It's still your name. Yeah. And then um, on Instagram... They can Instagram. find it through his Twitter, right? And yeah, yeah, and also your delicious, delicious blog. Ah, yes. Everything's linked there on the top. There's a little bar that shows all my social media. 
Yeah. Although I might take a little break from social media for the week mm-hmm. because um, it's nice to take a week off in France. Yeah. Like you're doing, so. Yeah, you should. I yeah. might join you. You should. That's right. We'll do that. And um, you can tweet me at Margaret Cho. Um, where can they tweet you? At Jimmy Shelter. This conversation has made it me so starving. I bet everyone's hungry. Everybody's hungry. So let's go eat. You can listen to us on um, soundcloud.com. You can subscribe on iTunes. We love our listeners. And uh, we thank you, David Leibovitz. Thank you for having me. Thank you.